The fact of the matter is, whether you've been in network marketing for years or just a few days, your family and friends have seen your opportunity and your phone is, as we call it, burnt. If you're anything like me, that's a scary thought. So the big question is, how do entrepreneurs like us, who love the network marketing profession, who no longer want to be that guy and are tired of convincing people during uncomfortable let's get coffee meetings where they say, what's this all about? How do we market in a way that aligns us with our dream clients and expands our network of upfront and transparent professionals, allowing us to get our time back, our families back, and gain a real passive asset? People like us who value impact over income, we deserve to see our visions once and for all. Join me in this podcast where we'll uncover just how to do that. My name is Eric Sablon. Welcome to Burnt Phone Marketing. All right, guys, Eric Sablon here with Burnt Phone Marketing Radio, and I'm super excited. I just crested the 100 episode mark, and I was looking through, through my analytics, and I noticed something pretty amazing. I interviewed the person that's about to come on about a year ago, maybe a little bit longer. And she has been the number one downloaded person on my podcast for the past probably, I would say, year already. So we, literally, she came out of the gates blazing and she stayed at the top. She's the most downloaded person. Um, she's a good friend of mine. We actually went to school together. So this is the second time she's been on Burnful Marketing Radio. But she's had a few things, a few adjustments in her life. And... She came from a corporate world. She literally, she our first episode, if you haven't listened to it, it, we talked about how she's a she was a corporate dropout. And I say that with bunny ears. She left the corporate industry. It was a huge, huge Fortune 500 company. She'd been in the wine and I think she did something with sunglasses or watches. No, she did watches. watches. Yeah. Um, and then she decided, you know what? I'm going to do something different. I'm going to come home. I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to launch a business. And she did, and that would that would took off, and now she literally has just been doing some promotion and crushing, crushing this network marketing company. We're not going to talk about what network marketing company it is. Um, we will drop uh, a link in the show notes where you can connect with her. But please welcome Mrs. Bree Beaver to the show. Bree, welcome to the show. Hello, hello. I always I'm find it funny when somebody says like it's either Brie Brophy Bieber, which is a super tongue twister, but Brie Bieber, also a tongue twister. I do it right with my name, right? So <laughs> I am so shocked and um, I can't believe that I'm number one downloaded because I felt like our interview was incredible, but we also have a good vibe where every time we talk, I say we could talk for hours because the conversation could just keep flowing. And I like to see that people you know, want to be a part of that kind of conversation. They appreciate that also. It's a very natural conversation. And and that's what we do. Like I, I remember I told you about I'm one take Jake. We don't there's no there's no editing in this show. There's no there's nothing like that that we put an intro and an outro and that's it. Cause I don't want to take anything away from what was said or how it was said or anything like that. So that that's one of the really cool things about that. And yeah, like you said, the flow was was awesome. I yeah. I learned a lot from our interview. Um, both ways, like to be a good interviewer and actually talk a little bit too. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh man, I'm asking too many. Hey, I just want to let everybody know if they hear snorting in the background, that would be my pug. He's at my legs and All he's good. going to 
So just like normal pugs, that's that's not my stomach growling. That would be a dog down there. So. <laughs> Laying out the foundation. Just to <laughs> know, I'm not. That's not my. Uh, that's not. That's not my stomach growling. <laughs> so let's let's hop right into the interview. I just want to kind of ask you. So you've been doing marketing. You've been doing promoting. You've been doing things like that, and you're very successful inside of all of the kind of the the verticals that you've been in. You like all of from the corporate side to um, all all of your network marketing companies. So tell me a little bit about, um, you know, what have you seen in the past that, that you want to avoid or that you'd love to avoid anyone else coming into the industry? So um, I can tell you that the one thing that I think is very important when you are in direct marketing, this was really my first big opportunity. I've had like little things I've dab dabbled in because, you know, I like the smell of something or I like the taste of something. And I went, oh, I'll join. I'll get the discount, right? Like, but this was the first thing that I was like, bingo. Like, I love this. And I think it's really important that you, you pick the right mentor. Mm -hmm. um, now, everybody has a different person that they vibe with, right? Like we just talked about like, people's conversation and vibes, but team is really important. And having people that support you, that are willing to help you is really good. So how you choose that, know that before you join is very hard, but really get a feel, ask lots of questions. And I feel like that's one of the, the major things that um, I was fortunate to have a great team, but I've also seen people that have joined our team just as adoptees that didn't have that that type of uh, of relationship with their mentors and their team, and so I think it's very important that that they stay focused. Okay, cool. So I'm gonna I'm gonna dive into that question because I I know that you I know that what you what you build what you build is actually super cool. It's it's very unique. So how important do you feel like you talked about mentors? How important do you feel that culture and culture is inside inside your business inside your team what 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 is it that you look for and what what is it that you'd actually say you know look for this even if you're not going to join where i'm joining in culture look for these couple of things what is it um i think definitely having somebody listen to you and mm -hmm. so if you're coming into it if they're listening to your why they're asking you questions about why you want to do it um it's a job interview and what's the number one thing we know about job interviews now um, that, you know, we've worked a couple of years is you ask as many questions as they ask, right? You want to know what you're getting into. Like this is truly a business. And so I think it's really important that the questions are asked and the, just the response. Or if somebody doesn't know an answer that they say, I can get that answer for you. You know, it's watch their page, see the team that supports them, that claps for them, that, you know, that it's pretty easy to see with signs. It's a support system and it's somebody that's a liking their posts, B that's giving them advice. Like you see that on, in a lot of our direct marketing, if not all of it is run on social media, especially after the last year of COVID. So look for those signs. Yeah. That's, a, that's actually a really good one because if there, if you don't have the support around you mm -hmm. um, and you're coming into that team, it's like, you can already kind of tell that they don't have the support. So, it, you know, it, it's tough. Like asking really good questions. I mean, we have, we have two ears and one mouth. So listen, listen, listen. Right. Right. 
I can't tell you how many times I'm going to, going to say that. Um, you know, it's, it's easy for us to talk, but it's, it's this, the art of the chill is mm. just being able to let things, let them come to you, you know, don't just verbal, open your mouth and let everything out. Like, oh, this is so great. This is wonderful. You know, another thing that I think is important is to see how involved a CEO is with a company. You know, some of these direct marketing companies are huge. I mean, they are huge. And so you maybe won't hear from the CEO, but if it is something small and intimate, being able to see people that are getting cheered for, have posts that are out saying like, look, great job they're doing. Um, you know, just being transparent, having a, a Facebook social media website page is very transparent. You know, those, those are really important to look for. So I'm going to ask you on that CEO question because mm -hmm. you know people will people will 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 run for money, but they will they will die for recognition. So, how important do you think like recognition recognition is versus you know because we, we have a lot of people and, and we talked about this earlier. You know, one of your niches is not just like leave your job. It's like coexist with your job and build right. this on the side. Um, you know. A while back, we had this whole like mentality that everybody wants to leave their job, but most of your network is they're happy with where they're at. Like they're happy with where they're at, but they wouldn't mind supplementing. And with what, what happened in the last year, supplementing your income is, is, is amazing because it gives you some stability and some safety almost. So right. talk to me a little bit about what, what your thoughts are on, you know, how to give them the expectations and the experience of like supplementing your income in a way that's not slimy or anything like that, but really is something that can help them. So I have this conversation day in, day out with both my virtual assisting and helping kind of coach along that route. And then also with uh, direct uh, networking. So we have, I mean, let's be real. There are so many scripts out there that we could follow mm -hmm. and just say and then expect them to give us a very vanilla answer and then we ask them the next question another vanilla answer it is truly listening to their why and being able to be very transparent back with them like one thing that i've noticed is i've heard quite often or seen a lot a lot of times and when people give us a script or examples like this product is on fire it's selling itself and while it is like I like I love this product and it's fantastic. That's not what we should sell. We should sell that they should be giving the best white service customer service to their their clients, their friends, whoever it is that's purchasing it, because you believe in the product too. Like it's really standing behind them and saying like, hey, this isn't something that's just like, hey, here's my link, enjoy, figure it out you want to walk them through it and you want to be able to help them and tell them why and give them ways that they can do things a little bit different. Uh, I see this a lot. I'm not in like a beach body business. I just want to put that out there. Props to all of our friends out there that do. That's an awesome business, but I love seeing some of their posts where they use like their powder to make brownies or like it's getting creative. It's really having something that stands out but being very honest and this is the expectation this is not just a, a side gig if you are really wanting to do this and to build a big business and do this as full time then you're going to have to give it full time if you're wanting to do this because you love being part of a team 
then you're going to give your time to that team. If you are wanting to, you know, do this, so that you have some side income to go on a couple vacations a year, then you're going to work in mind with that picture of Hawaii on your mirror in your bathroom. And so it's really what your expectation is in running towards that goal, not somebody else's goal or what they are saying. Like you could make this a full-time job. You quit your job. You could be a millionaire, but what is it that you want from this and aim for that? That's, that's, that is a huge nugget. And I want everybody to kind of listen to what, what Bree said is like, if you think about it, we're pitching our own story. We're pitching what we think they want to hear. We're pitching that. And when she brings it back to listening and transparency, we're pitching what they want. Mm -hmm. If they want a little bit more here, if they want this, if they want to do the millionaire, if they're going to, they're, they, you need to craft the messaging right. around whatever they're saying, not in like a sales pitch, but what they're saying and mm -hmm. how they can attain it because it's all about the onboarding and the steps that they're going to take and how much they're going to, you, you walk two steps, they walk two steps, they walk five steps. You're going to catch up to them. You just need to walk with them in their journey. And that's how you become a really good leader. That's how you become a mentor. Even if they over succeed or, or succeed past whatever you're doing, it's because they put a little bit more work in. They did a lot more things than you did. And because they had a bigger vision, maybe. And that's what they wanted. Maybe you, maybe you're the person that only wanted a couple hundred bucks to go on vacation or a couple thousand bucks to go on a vacation, but they didn't want to, they wanted the Bugatti and they wanted this and they wanted that. Let them have that. Right. But craft your message around that as well. Uh, if, example of that would be if somebody was really showing that they wanted to be part of a community and that culture, then you would focus your message about how great the team is and what kind of training you have and that you're there for them every step of the way to help them if they have questions or in, if their message is, you know, I, I don't have a ton of time, but I want to do this because I need some extra money. Then your message needs to be, Hey, this can be done from your phone. You don't have to, you know, like if you're going to the bathroom, you could be working. If you're sitting in a red light, even though we're not supposed to be on our cell phones, you could be working, you know, like, waiting in your kids drop off line for school whatever it may be kind of tailor that message and to be understanding be like i'm right there with you i love our culture i'm right there with you i'm busy as well you know like their story is their own but show them that you also have that because we all do right, right. we're not everybody's balance is different i mean i sat there and eric and i talked about what he does like his jobs right your jobs <laughs> And I said, are you ever going to quit? Like, what? Is there one? But it's all important to you. And so you mm -hmm. make the time for it. And I'm the same way, right? Lifetime learner. I always want to be learning the next thing. And you make time for it. And this is the business will grow based on the time that you give it. Yeah, that's the, th that is a good nugget. The business will grow based on the time that you give it. Now, you've been in all sorts of markets. You've been in huge markets where you sold, you know, you sold beverages. You've been in markets where you've sold like high-end watches. You've been market mar where you've sold all sorts of things. And we talked about this earlier. Tell me like you, 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 you pinpointed a nugget that I want everyone to kind of hear. Um, it's almost the, the who, not the how. Yeah. Can you tell, can you tell the audience a little bit about, you don't have to be 
an expert at everything, you just have to find those experts and be willing to market or do what you need to do to find those people around you and put them in their lane yeah. for you to win. Right. So, yeah. I know Talk exactly. Talk a little bit about that. So what is the number one thing that we hear when somebody after two months of working a business, they just get burned out, right? This is just too much work for them. Because when you join a direct marketing company, man, your resume is about to boom, right? Like I thought that I knew everything until I got into this business and all of a sudden I became a graphic designer and you know, I thought, I thought I knew everything. And next thing I know, I'm learning how to do analytics, right? Like there's so many different aspects of that, but there are ways to kind of cut that and take your time back. First off, a big part of being a team and a good question to ask if you're looking for your perfect fit is what kind of resources they have, what kind of marketing support they have, what kind of graphics library they have, because you could take that and you use that. You don't have to recreate the wheel. It's already been created um, or outsource it. There's a lot of graphic designers out there that would love your business as well and to do side jobs with you. Virtual assistants, like, you know, what I do on the side, somebody who can pick up and they can send out the email blast for you, schedule that out. Um, design your own email blast where it's not just based on that company or the actual company that you're with. There's different ways to do it in outsourcing. And it's what you then give into your business, you reap back. So this isn't something that's just for free. Of course, you're having to pay for it, but you will get that money back. Over time, you will see that come back when you are building your business because of it. And saving time, time is money. So definitely. Yeah. So what would you say to the person that is like, um, well, I don't want to invest in my business or I don't want to... I, 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 I can't even ask this question. Sorry, because it's just like I can't like like think of it. It's like you're in a business, and most businesses have marketing. Most businesses have sales departments. Most businesses has all these types of de departments, and they all have their own budgets. And when we go into network marketing, when we go to direct sales, it's like they don't even think of a budget or a balance sheet or anything like that on how, what their ROI is on, on a client, what their, you know, mm -hmm. what their average card value is, all of that kind of stuff. What would you say to somebody that's like, well, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand. Like, where would you send someone? This is like, really don't understand that part of the business. What, what would you like hmm. coach okay. them through? Um, well, I also am not an expert at all of that, but, uh, you know, YouTube is always a huge driver. Anything you want to learn, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, there was an opportunity that I had to learn graphic design, not just in like Canva, right? Like it's all start with Canva. Canva is life to me. I'm in Canva. I mean, really Canva could get everything done in my opinion from what I figured out with the system. But after working with, you know, a couple different marketing companies here locally, I wasn't getting the results that I wanted back. Mm. And so I did a little research and there's this little thing on Facebook called algorithms. And so I did a research about like Photoshop and learning how to use Illustrator, Adobe Illustrator. And uh, next thing you know, I'm getting all these pop-ups, right? In my Facebook, just like we, they want us to have. And I found a program for $17 for me to learn how to, to do that. And I did that I'm now using that system as well, not just using Canva 
But in three hours of my time, I learned how to use that program. <laughs> At the same time, my daughter, who's 13, uh, started doing OutSchool and did a graphic design program on OutSchool, which if anybody does not know what OutSchool is, it's get all of your children on it. It's incredible. Um, they can learn anything and they have amazing teachers on there that are teaching virtually almost any subject that you want, but it is based for kids. So she decided she wanted to do graphic design, so she does it as well. And so we do graphic design together. If I don't know how to do something, I ask my 13 year old and she's able to help me. And that's because there are so many resources out there and Google is your friends. And so is YouTube. Those, those are two good ones. So you talked about Canva and you talked about OutSchool. I'm gonna actually put those in the, in the, in the, yeah. in the show notes so you can link link to those kind of things. Also, I'm actually, just in case you guys want to know exactly what, what Brie does and the kind of the things that she does, because she does a plethora of different things. Um, I'm going to put her link inside the, inside the show notes so you can reach out and be, do friend request her, figure out what she does. And I'll also put the link to our first interview. So, but we're not done. I'm just, I'm just letting you guys know that the, this could go on a little bit longer, but just know that, that those will be inside the inside the the show notes for you. Yeah. So I'm so, I'm getting so blinded by the sun, land of the midnight sun. I don't think we did this last time when it was sunny outside because I'm like, <laughs> it was it was super cold outside. I remember it was like a, a <laughs> it was a fall. I mean a, a winter day, winter, winter night. Day? I yeah. Just hold up something. I'm like, oh, I'm blinded. So I apologize for the light shadow there. It's all it's good. Also- it looks great. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you've been in a bunch of, you've been, you've been in the industry for a while. What, what are some of the roadblocks that you faced early when you first started um, promoting the brand that you're promoting because you've shot out of the cannon and really, really took off and were one of the number one people in, in, in Anchorage. And uh, what was the kind of, you know, what was, what was kind of the roadblocks you had which you faced early after you really took off? Um, myself. I was my own roadblock. Block. I think that we all face that, right? Like hesitation of what am I doing? I don't want to be that person that's just selling my stuff on Facebook. And then I realized I wasn't selling myself on Facebook. Like I really was selling confidence. Um, people loved it. They didn't realize how much they wanted it as well until they tried it and were like, oh my God wow, look at me. And, you know, and I think that my hesitation was getting past that. I still, and I may have said this on the first podcast, take a deep breath and push enter before I ever put a selfie out. Just because that's always my hesitation. Self-promotion is the hardest promotion, right? Like it's easy for me to promote anybody on my team and the amazing things that they do, but it's hard to take that back. And you talked about that a little bit, Eric, when you said like company culture, and Mm -hmm. recognition, some people like recognition. So I am in a relatively new company and they had a small conference the year that they started. So they started in June, they had a conference in October. So very small, 50 people, right? And then we had a big one planned in Las Vegas and COVID hit. So we waited like a a year and then did our first convention, real convention in Orlando. And there's still different things that they're working out. And it wasn't just the recognition, it was the not recognition and awards, it was the recognition as you as a person, because we've been friends for 18 months now, we've never met. So that was a big driver in some of this is like, you're being motivated by somebody who you've never really met, and they want you to be successful. 
And that is, that's a big part of it. And so as a leader and somebody that did, you know, help launch this, this company and, and build this brand, um, it was really making everybody feel like they're part of the team and we're all helping because it's a, it's a game of discovery when it's something new. So that was, that was a big driver. Um, other roadblocks, I think I would have immediately started recruiting. I also mm. very hesitant on that was like, how do you ask? And in, in my case now, I kind of switch it when somebody shows interest. I say like, this lashes, oh, I just said what it was, business, product, or both. Mm -hmm. um, and that's just an opening line to be like, which are you interested in, right? Like, because if they, they want to know more, who am I to assume that this isn't something that they want to do bigger as well? I'm going to open up that opportunity. And if they say no, now's not the time, I'm going to give that to them. I'm not going to bombard them. I'm going to say, I totally understand. When can I come back to you? When is it okay? Like, can I ask you again? Or, or I'd say like, if you were to say, if you were to say yes, why? As opposed to like, why aren't you? It's why would you say yes? and hearing what they have to say, because there's your why and how you bring it back up in the future. So I heard two huge nuggets. Number one was in your regular job, in your family, in different things that you do every day, we never get recognized. And to have somebody that you just met that you don't know, that you might know on Facebook, and, and I'm going to tell you this with every network marketing company, when you get into a culture like that, it inspires you to do bigger and better things because it's not just you doing something. It's like, I'm, I'm a part of something bigger. I'm about, I'm a part of something way bigger than, than what I am and what I'm doing right now. Like I am the person in this market yeah. and like we've been in sales together and it's like, even if we crushed it, in our sales company, we don't really get that feeling from like the other areas. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't get yeah. that. You're like, they're like, oh, I'm going to beat you. Or how did you do that? And I'm going to do exactly what you did. But you don't get that, that um, family. I don't even want to call it family, but it's more of a, a team effort to get you pushing forward to to another level that's that is a huge huge nugget that I, that I pulled from what you said yeah and then the second thing was like listening to what people have to say and the word I want to call it wordsmith that you use to literally pull it out of them I, I was in a, an event the other day and he goes thank you so much for your listenership and your continued support of burnful marketing radio this is Eric Sablon. And as a bonus to you, I wanted to give you guys a free strategy session with me. All you have to do is go to www.burnphonemarketing.com forward slash book a call. And we will set up a strategy session to help you get unstuck. So that's www.burnphonemarketing.com forward slash book a call.